Today is the 12th day of March. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is my, my joy and honor and privilege to uh, come around this global campfire together with you. Thrown a couple brand new big logs on. We got a roaring light and warmth here. And so we just come in out of whatever's going on, day or night, out of the cold. And out of the dark and warm ourselves around this global campfire as we, uh, as we feel one another's presence. The fact of the matter is that whenever we listen to the Daily Audio Bible, we are not listening to it alone. It doesn't matter what time of day we're doing it. So here we are around the global campfire ready to take the next step. The next step uh, will take us back into the book of Numbers and uh, some of the chaos that's brewing as, uh, as the children of Israel uh, get their minds around the fact that they're not going into the promised land, that they're going to be in the desert for a generation. So we'll pick that story back up today. Numbers chapter 16, verse 41 through 18, verse 32 today. But on the next day, all the congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against Moses and against Aaron, they turned toward the tent of meeting. And behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. And Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from the midst of this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put fire on it from off the altar, and lay incense on it, and carry it quickly to the congregation, and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord. The plague has begun. So Aaron took it as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. And behold, the plague had already begun among the people. And he put on the incense and made atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living. And the plague was stopped. Now those who died in the plague were 14,700 beside those who died in the affair of Korah. And Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting when the plague was stopped. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and get from them staffs, one for each father's house, from all their chiefs according to their fathers' houses, twelve staffs. Write each man's name on his staff, and write Aaron's name on the staff of Levi. For there shall be one staff for the head of each father's house. Then you shall deposit them in the tent of meeting, before the testimony where I meet with you. And the staff of the man whom I choose shall sprout, 
Thus I will make to cease from me the grumblings of the people of Israel, which they grumble against you. Moses spoke to the people of Israel, and all their chiefs gave him staffs, one for each chief, according to their father's houses, twelve staffs. And the staff of Aaron was among their staffs. And Moses deposited the staffs before the Lord in the tent of testimony. On the next day Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and behold, the staff of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted and put forth buds and produced blossoms and had bore ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from before the Lord to all the people of Israel. And they looked, and each man took his staff. And the Lord said to Moses, Put back the staff of Aaron before the testimony, to be kept as a sign for the rebels, that you may make an end of their grumblings against me, lest they die. Thus did Moses as the Lord commanded him. So he did. And the people of Israel said to Moses, Behold, we perish. We are undone. We are all undone. Everyone who comes near, who comes near to the tabernacle of the Lord shall die. Are we all to perish? So the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons and your father's house with you shall bear iniquity connected with the sanctuary, and you and your sons with you shall bear iniquity connected with your priesthood. And with you bring your brothers also, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, that they may join you and minister to you while you and your sons with you are before the tent of the testimony. They shall keep guard over you and over the whole tent, but shall not come near to the vessels of the sanctuary or to the altar, lest they and you die. They shall join you and keep guard over the tent of meeting for all the service of the tent, and no outsider shall come near you. And he shall keep guard over the sanctuary and over the altar, that there may never again be wrath on the people of Israel. And behold, I have taken your brothers, the Levites, from among the people of Israel. They are a gift to you, given to the Lord, to do the service of the tent of meeting. And you and your sons with you shall guard your priesthood for all that concerns the altar and that is within the veil. And you shall serve. I give your priesthood as a gift, and any outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, Behold, I have given you charge of the contributions made to me, all the consecrated things of the people of Israel. I have given them to you as a portion and to your sons as a perpetual due. This shall be yours of the most holy things, reserved from the fire. Every offering of theirs, every grain offering of theirs, and every sin offering of theirs, and every guilt offering of theirs, which they render to me, shall be most holy to you and to your sons. In a most holy place you shall eat it. Every male may eat it, 
it is holy to you. This also is yours, the contribution of their gift, all the wave offerings of the people of Israel. I have given them to you and to your sons and daughters with you as a perpetual due. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat it, all the best of the oil and all the best of the wine and of the grain, the firstfruits of what they give to the Lord I give to you, the first ripe fruits of all that is in their land, which they bring to the Lord, shall be yours. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat it. Every devoted thing in Israel shall be yours. Everything that opens the womb of all flesh, whether man or beast, which they offer to the Lord shall be yours. Nevertheless, the firstborn of man you shall redeem, and the firstborn of unclean animals you shall redeem, and their redemption price, at a month old you shall redeem them, you shall fix at five shekels in silver, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, which is twenty geras. But the firstborn of a cow, or the firstborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat, you shall not redeem, they are holy. You shall sprinkle their blood on the altar and shall burn their fat as a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But their flesh shall be yours, as the breast that is waved and as the right thigh are yours. All the holy contributions that the people of Israel present to the Lord I give to you and to your sons and daughters with you as a perpetual due. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord for you and for your offspring with you. And the Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no inheritance in their land, neither shall you have any portion among them. I am your portion and your inheritance among the people of Israel. To the Levites I have given every tithe in Israel for an inheritance in return for their service that they do, their service in the tent of meeting, so that the people of Israel do not come near the tent of meeting, lest they bear sin and die. But the Levites shall do the service of the tent of meeting, and they shall bear their iniquity. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations, and among the people of Israel they shall have no inheritance. For the tithe of the people of Israel which they present as a contribution to the Lord, I have given to the Levites for an inheritance. Therefore I have said of them that they shall have no inheritance among the people of Israel. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Moreover, you shall speak and say to the Levites, When you take from the people of Israel that tithe that I have given you from them, for your inheritance, then you shall present a contribution from it to the Lord, a tithe of the tithe, and your contribution shall be counted to you as though it were the grain of the threshing floor, and as the fullness of the winepress. So you shall also present a contribution to the Lord from all your tithes, which you receive from the people of Israel. And from it you shall give the Lord's contribution to Aaron the priest. 
Out of all the gifts to you, you shall present every contribution due to the Lord. From each its best part is to be dedicated. Therefore you shall say to them, When you have offered from it the best of it, then the rest shall be counted to the Levites as produce of the threshing floor and as produce of the winepress, and you may eat it in any place, you and your households, for it is your reward in return for your service in the tent of meeting. And you shall bear no sin by reason of it, when you have contributed the best of it. But you shall not profane the holy things of the people of Israel, lest you die. Mark 16 When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go up and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb, and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. After these things, he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking into the country. And they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, 
was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. Psalm 55 Cast your burden on the Lord to the choir master with stringed instruments, a masculine of David. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint and I moan because of the noise of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they drop trouble upon me and in anger they bear a grudge against me. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. And I say, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would wander far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hurry to find a shelter from the raging wind and tempest. Destroy, O Lord. Divide their tongues, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. For it is not an enemy who taunts me. Then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me. Then I could hide from him. But it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to take sweet counsel together. Within God's house we walked in the throng. Let death steal over them. Let them go down to Sheol alive. For evil is in their dwelling place and in their heart. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage. For many are arrayed against me. God will give ear and humble them. He who is enthroned from of old, Selah, because they do not change and do not fear God. My companion stretched out his hand against his friends. He violated his covenant. His speech was smooth as butter, Yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. 
But you, O God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction. Men of blood and treachery shall not live out half their days. But I will trust in you. Proverbs 11, 7 When the wicked dies, his hope will perish, and the expectation of wealth perishes too. Okay, so uh, being betrayed by somebody, especially somebody we trust, uh, and hold close, that can be such a profoundly damaging thing to our heart, right? Uh, because it touches, it touches everything, especially if we love that person. And uh, that betrayal can change the course of our lives. And, and if you've ever experienced this, then you know what I'm talking about. And, and the fact is that at one point or another, uh, during our lives, you probably ex- experience a, some form of betrayal. And usually when we're going through that, it feels like we're the only one in the world going through it. So let let me just read a couple of excerpts from our reading in Psalms today. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me and horror overwhelms me. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. For it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. It is you, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. His speech was as smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Okay, so, I mean, we're getting to know David's heart through the Psalms, even though we haven't met David in the Bible yet, although we will. And David wrote this. So obviously these kinds of feelings have been going on for thousands of years. And David wasn't just a king. He, he was a, a well-respected poet and musician. And so often what we find in the Psalms is, is like a masterful articulation of the issues that we find in our hearts, but we don't exactly know how to give language to them. And the Psalms gives us language. And then when we can say something out loud, this is how it feels, or this is what I'm facing, well, then it's exposed. It's not this nebulous, dark cloud anymore. It's, it, it's a, a clear obstacle, but we can see it. And in this case, David's talking about betrayal. And his words are like a hand reaching out over time, offering a, a solidarity, right? hope. And as David uh, reached the crescendo of this particular psalm, this song, then where his hope lies becomes clear in the midst of the madness. And uh, may we hold on to this and may it come clear in the midst of ours. 
I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and He hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. So let's all take heart today. We're not alone. We'll never be alone. The Lord hears our voices. He will walk through us. He he will walk with us and he will carry us if necessary through this. In fact, he's the only one. He's the only one we can let into this wounded place. He's the only one who can heal our broken heart. And so, Holy Spirit, we've been opening our hearts to you for a lot of reasons and inviting you to do a lot of things. And you are. And we're grateful. As disruptive as it might be, as bumpy as it might be, uh, as less smooth sailing as we might have expected, we can feel you in it. And it feels like work that needs to be done. And so we're grateful. But in what has been brought up today, we don't need solutions per se. We need you. We need comfort. We need to feel your presence wrapping around us. We need to know we're not alone. We need to know that you'll get down into the mud and drag us out and carry us forward if that's what's necessary. And so we're reaching to you. We surrender to you. We stop thrashing around in all of this. And we calm down like a baby at its mother's breast and invite your Holy Spirit to come. Carry us forward. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website and its home base. And it is, it is where you find out what's going on around here. So, so certainly stay connected. Stay up to date with what's going on. The more gathering for women's coming up. And uh, I've seen lots of broken hearts begin to mend at events like that, uh, which is one of the reasons why we go to all of uh, the effort and the trouble and, uh, and the warfare and the battling to make it happen. And uh, it's going to happen one more time in Georgia. Uh, one month from yesterday is when it begins, April 11th through the 14th. And uh, registration is still open and ho- hope- hopefully you can come. If it's time for some healing, if it's time for some new perspective, if it's time for more, uh, then, then this is for you. Hope to see you there. So you can get all the details at moregathering.com or you can go to dailyaudiobible.com and click the initiatives section and that'll take you to the same place. And uh, yeah, we are praying into this and eager to see that all, all to see all that, that Jesus will do in the mountains of North Georgia.
Uh, so check it out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link. It's on the homepage. I thank you humbly and profoundly for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or, if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. My name is Isabella. I'm from Nebraska. I'm a little behind on uh, catching up with uh, the Daily Audio Bible. And I was listening to February 26th. And then... I heard Chanel from Arizona encouraging people to reach out and asking for prayer and mental health. And that was the push I needed to call. It is something I've been struggling with my entire life. And it recently kind of took over again. And I've been trying very hard to battle it on my own. And so I'm asking for prayer in that to keep faith in God not let fear overrun me because it's what I've been doing. This is a community that I am so grateful for. I listen to it every day and listening to people's prayers and encouraging one another gives me the strength to go every day. So I thank each and every one of you for that. I'm praying for you all. God bless. Hello, my DAB family. This is Candace from Oregon. Since losing my husband Brad two years ago, March 11, I've been thrust into a completely different way of deciding what's next and understanding how to move forward with God. Brad was my home, but even more deeply, Jesus was always not only home, but love that is truly love and life that is truly life. And thank goodness we can't lose him. In January, I had thought, because of the encouragement of my dear friend, Yarka, that it was time to move ahead on doing some sort of foreign mission work. But when I really got quiet before the Lord about it, he refocused my attention rather and instead to getting my house in order. Digging out closets has led to reading prayers and finding significant keepsakes going back through my life. Some of the most painful times are difficult to review, but at the same time, it's stunning to see how God answered our prayers and is so faithful and true. I do need extra prayers right now, even though mostly I just want to thank you for all your love and support. Over the last week, I've had moments of deep sadness that come and then go. I finally realized it's because we are in those first days of Lent, that time of year when such a glorious time of my life would end so suddenly. Oh, and it was truly glorious. Such a fulfillment to be in such partnership with Brad, loving God and soaking in God's love. It was a year of jubilee, except it continued on for two years. The Lord has told me that the best is yet to come. We all know that in the big picture. We will soon get to see our Jesus face to face. Meanwhile, in the immediate days ahead, I receive the Lord's joy and look forward to his surprises, like when he turned up unexpectedly and made breakfast on the beach for the disciples in John chapter 21. 
Brad was so good at bursting on the scene into what would have been a dull day and changing it to delight. He must have gotten that from Jesus. The Lord's name be praised. I'm Peg from Texas, the almost blind grandmother, appreciating deeply, since I can't read very well, my hearing. What a gift from God. I listened to the DAB in the darkness of the night, appreciating Brian's strong and clear voice, appreciating his expression as he reads, as he feeds us with the word. Such a gift. I am grateful also for all of you, for the privilege and the joy of praying with you and for you, and thanking you for praying for my concerns. I come now to ask for prayer for John and Whitney, who, Lord willing, will marry on March the 16th. I come asking you to pray that both will have a longing to give their lives completely to the Lord Jesus, that they will honor God individually and in their marriage. Pray that they will take the Christian counseling they have received seriously, that the Holy Spirit will give understanding of God's truth in his word, of his claims that both will be drawn to Jesus. Please pray that the service will minister to all bride and groom, to her family who have never experienced a wedding in a church. Pray for family unity, for family support. I don't know who in the wedding party understands that God is love, that he sent his son to die for the remission of sin, that we might truly live. Pray for the guests. Pray for the tired mothers, please. I'm a grandmother concerned, longing for all my grandchildren to love and to honor the Lord Jesus in every way with all their hearts. I know that there are other grandmothers and grandfathers with the same burden, the same longing. I join you in praying that God's claims will be rightly understood and that homes will be built on God's truth. May the Lord bless all of you. I thank you for praying with me. Hello, Christians. I am calling today on the marker being separated from my wife for five months and one week. And it has been the most painful season of my life. And I have much other responsibility for the season that we're in. But I have hope and I believe in the power of prayer. And if you're going through something similar, I hope that you can take hope and courage in Christ, who is our only hope. And I ask for your prayers today that my wife and I would be able to be so overwhelmed by the love and the grace of Jesus that we can look at each other in compassion, that we can look past our hurts and pains, that we can come to understanding, that we can be reunited. There is hope, and I have not lost it, and I will continue to put my hope in Jesus regardless of the outcome of my marriage because he's worthy. But I appreciate your prayers for strength and courage to keep doing what is right, to keep moving forward, and for restoration. In Jesus' name, thank you. Uh, Yes, hello, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Guardian from New England. Uh, This is uh, my first time calling. I've been listening for a few years now on my third year. Uh, First, thanks to Brian and his family for this wonderful ministry. Um, 
And I'm calling today. I uh, heard a, uh, a woman call in last weekend uh, from Colorado, uh, and I felt compelled to call in. She called for prayers for her pastor's little son, Noah, uh, who has epilepsy, and her call hit pretty close to home for me because I have a son with epilepsy as well. And so I wanted to call and, uh, and, and pray for Noah and ask uh, the whole Daily Audio Bible family to pray for him as well. So, um, and, and I'm going to apologize in advance if, uh, if I ask for something too specific and too direct. So, Father, I'm asking uh, today, I'm asking for you to heal little Noah out in Colorado and heal him from his epilepsy so he, so he can live a normal life like any other little boy. And I'm asking, I'm asking that you would do this in, in such a way that is um, so complete and so sudden that his healing that he wakes up tomorrow and doesn't have any more seizures. And the doctors are, are so astounded that they have only one explanation, that, uh, that it was you and you intervened and performed this miracle for Noah. So I'm asking this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.